when I discipline myself to eat properly, live morally, exercise regularly, grow mentally and spiritually, and not put any drugs or alcohol in my body, I have given myself the freedom to be at my best, perform at my best, and reap all the rewards that go along with it. The late Zig Ziglar. This is Daniel Orton, and welcome to the Stay Podcast. Here, my purpose is to strengthen the apostolic why. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stay Podcast. Well, um, I'll start off reading the scripture here today. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Last week I talked about the vehicle growth being discipline. And I don't know, I've been thinking about, you know, today's podcast and and I thought I would kind of continue down that vein. And um, you know what, when when we learn to get some discipline, learn to rule ourselves, we kind of reach the highest aspect of the fruit of the Spirit. In Galatians 5 and 22, you know, us as apostolics, we believe that the initial evidence of the infilling of the Holy Ghost is that you will speak in tongues. That's when you empty yourself out and God's Spirit comes flooding in and as it begins to bubble back out, this is how I envision it, as it begins to bubble back out, it comes out in an unknown tongue and the Spirit is flowing through you and you're speaking tongues. Yeah, that's initial evidence, but the true evidence that somebody has been filled with the Spirit is the fruit of the Spirit. And that is these um, characters here, This these not characters, these aspects. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Of course, self-control is last. Uh, we know that to be discipline. And it's very important. We have to learn how to rule ourselves, because if you don't get, if we don't get control of ourselves, we'll struggle in in every aspect of life, not just in church. I mean, we can take God out of this picture. You have to learn to have discipline and self control to be able to advance and and um, in your life. Period. And last week I talked about you know discipline being the vehicle of growth, but. Today, let me give, maybe give us some aspects of some ways that we can apply that discipline to our life in this new year as we find ourselves in the last day of January of 2023. Can you believe it? It's going by fast, is it not? So uh, let me give you this scripture. It's, it's Proverbs 25 and 28. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. That is quite a powerful scripture. It talks about this discipline in us 
ruling ourselves and having rule over our own spirit. That's us learning to control and discipline our own self. And um, it's so important. Temperance, self-control, you know, it's it, it's so important. Um, there's a man by the name of a person, by the name of Albert Hubbard, said, self-discipline is the ability to do what you should do, when you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. I know we don't like that. I don't. Uh, but it's still, it's one of those things. Harry Truman said, in reading the lives of great men, I found that the first victory they won was over themselves. Self-discipline with all of them came first. Uh, another quote here is Harry Emerson Falstick said, No horse gets anywhere until he's harnessed. No steam or gas drives anything until it's confined. No Niagara is ever turned into light and pyre until it's tunneled. And no life ever grows great until it's focused, dedicated, and disciplined. Discipline is so, so very important. We talk about Daniel in the Bible and how he done the great things that he done, but the Bible lets us know in Daniel 1 and 8 that Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. And we see that purpose. That means he he done it intentional. He he disciplined himself. Um, Romans 13, 14 says that put on put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. He's saying, let's take Christ in our lives and let's not make a place for our flesh to rule us is what he's talking about here. Uh, Peter, he gives us a recipe. I um, heard a lot of sermons. Uh, it's a good one out there. Um, several good ones out there. Court Chavis has got one about how to never fail. I think it's Court Chavis, but it's a good one. You can look it up. Second uh, Peter 1, 5 through 7. It's based from these scriptures. Besides this, give all diligence, add to your faith virtue, virtue knowledge, knowledge to temperance, which is self-control, di discipline, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, and brotherly kindness, charity. So we see these aspects in the scripture. It's how important it is. Even Paul told the Corinthians church in 1 Corinthians 6 and 12, he said, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the pyre of any. He's saying, look, all these things are lawful. I can do them, but I can't be brought under the pyre of these things. And this is what discipline is about. As humanity, we have this inherent desire inside of us that goes against the flesh. It's that battle of the flesh and the spirit. And if we don't learn to rule ourselves. As the scripture says in Proverbs 25 and 8, we have no rule over our own spirit. We're going to be like that city that's got broken down walls and we're open prey to whoever may come in against us. Um, other versions of that scripture, Proverbs 25 and 28, is the Jerusalem Bible says, an open town and without defenses, such as a man that lacking self-control. Um, the RSV says a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. The American translation says it like this, like a city breached and defenseless 
is a man who has no control of his temper. And the message paraphrase, a person without self-control is like a house with its doors and windows knocked out. If we can ever gain the ability to master our own spirit, we can accomplish the will of God and we can see the kingdom further. And it will be so key to be able to keep us in the house of God, living for God. And I say I say that a lot, the house of God. What I mean is staying in the kingdom and not losing your soul to this world and losing your soul to eternity in hell. The whole point is for us to stay in church and, and, and make heaven our home. And such a key thing is we have to learn to rule ourselves. Um, what this proverb of twenty five twenty eight is speaking that, you know, if you have no rule over your own spirit, you're like that city without the walls. You're you're gonna struggle, things are gonna knock you out, knock you down, but I got this Bible study that I have no idea. I know this is not mine original. Um, I've had access to so many different things. I have no idea where this comes from. So um, I'm sorry I can't give credit to where credit is due. But um, I'm going to give you four ways to help discipline yourself, to discipline our spirit. Um I want to think this may be something that come from Brother Raymond Woodward, but I don't know. So, anyway, um, the original points are not mine, but the feeling is. So, <laughs> here we go. Uh, so, let me, give you, let me give you four things to help us to get some discipline in our life um, and master our spirit. To be able to grow like we need to. Now, if, if discipline is the vehicle for growth, then how do we discipline ourselves? Well, here's four things. Uh, number one is do more of some things. Let's um, take some inventory of our life. Let's um, look at some things and where we're going. Um, and if there's some things that we haven't mastered that we'd like to, Every one of us are doing something right, okay? Now, none of us are perfect, but I would think every one of us, we're doing something that's right. Let's find out those things that we're doing right, and let's do more of it. So that's that's the first key here. Find out things that you're doing right, and let's do more of it. Now, how do you do that? Well, we can't see our blind spots. We can't see our self so this is the hard part when it comes to discipline and it takes some accountability. It takes asking some people, Hey, what ask your spouse, ask your children, the ones, you know, that, that knows you the closest, ask your pastor, ask your, you know, your brother and your sisters, those people that you're closest to, um, is that friend that can say something that hurts, but you know, they love you and they're telling you the truth. Ask that person, say, hey, what are some things that I'm doing right, but maybe I could do better? And um, when we begin to develop and cultivate this self-control, uh, 
it'll lead us to a bigger harvest and greater things in our life. So the things that we are doing good, let's try to do better. Um, maybe you are praying, but maybe not enough. Maybe you are reading your Bible, but you're not reading it like you should. Maybe you are worshiping God, but could we take that farther? Perhaps we, um, you know, you're you're living godly lifestyle and you're doing some things that that are good, but you can see that they have improvement. So let's find some things that we're doing good, and let's do more of it. Um, Maybe you are a giver. Give more. Have you been kind? Be kinder, you know. And being encouraged. Encourage people. I don't know. You know, so many things we could do. Just find find something in the Word of God. You're reading the Bible. So let's take it farther than that. Let's, let's do some studies. I mean, uh, do some personal Bible study. Do some memorizing of the Scripture. Um, maybe your your prayer times at night. Add some morning prayer. Maybe maybe you're praying morning and night. Just find a place during the day and pray. Um, you know, I'm you know I I don't, but look at yourself and say, hey, what what am I doing? What's some things I'm doing good? I'm doing right, but I need it to do more of it to grow. And again, it might take asking your spouse and asking your children, asking somebody, hey, what are some things that I'm doing good with but could be better? And begin to do that, them things, you know. Um, you know, love your wife. Love your children. And I know we love our wife and our children, but let's let's go take it higher. Let's take it deeper, you know, um, Let's just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're a giver. Take it to the next level. You know, you see somebody needs something. Go buy it for them. Give it to them. And don't tell anybody you've done it so you don't get the credit. I'm Just find something. Find something that you're doing right and do better at it. That's what I'm talking about here. And we could go through all kinds of things, you know, you know what, it, what it may be. And you'll know that. And if you don't, then ask some people, hey, what's some things I'm doing that seems like they're good and they're working, but I can improve it. And when you find them things, write it down and then read about it, learn about it, and just do better at it. And that'll create some discipline in your life and you'll grow in that area. And then the other thing is to do less of some other things. And when we do less of some other things, then it allows the things that we're doing good at to do more of it. Just as there are things in our life that we ought to do more of, there are some things that we need to do less of. Um, you know, maybe you're a person who speaks your mind. Well, as the old saying, if you keep giving everybody a piece of your mind, you're not going to have any left. (laughs) I know it's funny, but it's really true. But 
don't speak everything that comes to your mind. We all could do less of that. Um, we talk about prayer a lot, but let's start praying. Um, the scripture talks about taking every thought into captivity and, and don't let our our mind drag us down to where we need to get, you know, um, down. So let's do less of letting that happen and more of the other. And we need do less of being critical. Let's uh, let's try to give people a break. Um, don't be afraid to tell some people no. So do less of saying yes to everything, spreading yourself out thin. Uh, again, this goes back to where you find somebody that in your inner circle that you love and you trust and say, hey, what are some things that I really need to do less of? Now, see, now we, we can talk about this stuff, how we want to grow and we want to stay in church and we want to be disciplined, but this is where it gets tough because to really become disciplined, you need accountability. You need people in your life that can tell you no and, and you listen to them. And um, this is the things that, you know, we, we ask them, hey, what am I doing good at? I could do more of. And what are some things that I just don't need to do that much of? Um, you know, we got grudges. Get rid of them. Negativity and apathy and unbelief. We need less of these things in our life. Fears. Um the inconveniences of life. I mean, we could we could do less of Facebook. We could do less of social medias, less of videos, and less of so many things, you know. We need to just quit lying to ourselves and quit lying to others and just do some less of some things in life. And um, we just need to quit complaining about some things and 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 just start doing what we need to do a whole lot but so there's two things and that is to you know find what we're doing good at do more of it and do better at it you know don't just do more of it but try to be better at it more efficient find some things that we need to stop doing and get rid of it do less of it do less of it or get rid of it period you know and then the third thing is uh, start doing something that you have never done before. Um, just like there's things that we need to do more of and things we need to do less of, there's some things we need to start doing. And um, I'm always reference these things. If you're not praying, you need to start praying. If you're not reading your Bible, you need to start reading your Bible. You have a lot of unforgiveness in your spirit. You need to work on that and start learning how to forgive some people. Uh, what are some new things that you need to start doing in your life? Um, if you've never made a budget for your finances, make a budget and live by it. I'm telling you, I think I talked about it a couple episodes or maybe like last episode. 
tough time. I thought, man, how are we going to make it? But once I sit down and made a budget, we, we, we sit down together and made a budget. It's like, no wonder we can't make it. We're not budgeting. We're spending money on everything. We can do that with our time even. Just do a, a time budget and see where your time's going. Write down how long you you spend on Facebook and social media and whatever it may be. And Let's do some things we've never done. And that's budget our time. Budget our giving and budget our spending and develop some motivation in our life and develop character. Some people has never developed character. They never develop honesty in their life. And, um, you know, I have, if you're not a reader, you need to read. Let me, let me just get on this for a second and talk about it. Especially if you're a preacher or a teacher of some sort, read, please. I wasted so many years of not reading and it's so, so important. It's helped me so much in reading, picking up books and reading them. Finished a book today. Very good book by the Carlton Coon. Got a book about Gideon. It's called, um, I don't remember exactly the name of it, but he's basically talking about Gideon being an influencer um, and not necessarily a good one, but towards the end part of his, in the latter part of his life. It's a very good book. Um, and, um, Find some books, read it. I probably said it, and I'll say it again, and I'll say, keep saying it. They say if if you'll read a couple books on a subject, uh, you'll be smarter than the average person because most people don't read books. So if you don't read, start reading. Um, this is some things you've never done. Start doing it. I used to hate to read. I love it because when you begin to what you devire is what you'll end up getting an appetite for. But get some order in your life. This is just some things that maybe you've never done. Uh, learn to be sincere. Be concerned. Realize when you're in a conversation with somebody that you don't have to lead the conversation and always be talking. Just be quiet and listen for a little bit. Now, I know... We're talking about the vehicle growth, a rollover from last week, and this is just some things that develop discipline in our life. Um, maybe we need to get some courage in our life and take responsibility for your actions. <laughs> this is something I'm, I'll be transparent, I'm working on. I feel like I'm better. My wife says, I said, says Cheryl says, I say that a lot. Uh, she said, he says all the time, I'm better, aren't I? I feel like I am with taking responsibility and realizing that I'm not right all the time. Uh, I'm still working on that. But, uh, you know, we, we're so privileged sometimes, we feel like, and I look, I don't know, just ask some people, what are some things that I need to add to my life? Again, go to them people that you know and um, go to them and talk to them and say, hey, What's, some, some, what's something I need to add in my life? So, <clears throat> And then the last thing here is there's stop doing some things that you're doing. And <clears throat> again, this is going to take probably the help of some other people that you may have to go to them and say, hey, what's some things that probably would be best that I don't do? 
And here's the thing. Within the heart of every one of us, the scripture talks about it, how the, the heart is deceitful. Who can know it? And the truth of the matter is our heart, our emotions, who we are, that inner person, it has the capacity to do every wrong, every terrible thing imaginable on the inside of us. And put in the right circumstances, the right conditions, if our heart's not right, it can lead us down a path of sin, a path of failure, a path of path of disappointments and it can lead us down some places that every person we have to be learn to master and control our lives with the fruit of the spirit and if not the works of the flesh will get us. So we need the work of the Spirit and the Word to be in our life. And if we don't stop doing some things, it will be the destruction of our life. The, the reason cities has been destroyed, the reason there's been wars, there's soldiers, on battlefields, the reason children is abandoned, children are killed, people are killed. The, the reason that all these things happen with different people and different things is because some people didn't stop doing the things that we're doing. Listen, somebody needs to stop with pornography. It's going to destroy your marriage. Somebody needs to stop, needs to stop thinking about the person that's the opposite, opposite sex. Now, I guess nowadays even the same sex, you have to mention that stuff. you got to stop with that stuff. It's going to lead you down a path of destruction. Um, there are things inside of us, them feelings and thoughts, they have to stop. There are some habits. People, you just need to stop. You've been trying to stop doing some things for years. And now's the time, okay? It's time to grow. It's time to go on. And um, we... We've got to be able to stop doing some things. Um, if not, we're going to destroy ourselves and hurt some other people. And you're not going to grow. You know, there, again, it's, it's probably going to go back. You may have to ask somebody that you trust and say, hey, what, what's something I need to stop? Again, there's some things that we don't, you know, it, it may not hurt to do it, but you're doing it way too much, okay? Uh, for example, social media, you know, it may not hurt you to look at social media some through the day, but don't do it as much. To some people, that may be, you probably, to some people, you probably never need to have social media because you can't handle it. And this is how it works, you know, there's... Some things that I might can do that you can't, and there are some things that you can do that I can't do, vice versa. Now, if it's sin, we have to stop it. But every one of us has got some things that we just need to stop doing it. And this is how we're going to build these disciplines in our life. Because when we feed our spirits all 
kind of bad things, well, you'll end up getting yourself in a lot of trouble. And um, we don't want to do that. So to help with the discipline, the vehicle of growth, and um, that I that I went through today, we again I don't know exactly where it come from, a Bible study or something I found somewhere and worked on it and developed it. And but anyway, there's there's some things we need. Some things we're doing right. We need to do more of. There's some things that we're doing that's not inherently bad, but we're doing too much of it. We need to do less of it. There's some things we need to add to our life start doing them that we've never done and there's some things that we're doing that we need to stop and never do again this will begin to develop some disciplines in our life and get some control of some things in our world because the bottom line is first uh, corinthians 9 24 through 27 from the living bible says in a race everyone runs but only one person gets the first prize so run your race to win Listen, let's run this race to win, to make eternity our home. To win the contest, you must deny yourself so many things that would keep you from doing your best. An athlete goes to all this trouble just to win a blue ribbon or a silver cup. But we do it for a heavenly reward that never disappears. So I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step. I fight to win. I'm not just shadow boxing or playing around like an athlete. I punish my body, treating it roughly, training it to do what it should, not what I want to. Otherwise, I fear that after enlisting others for the race, I myself might be declared unfit in order to stand aside. Again, uh, open this today with Zig Ziglar's quote about discipline. When he said, when we, we eat properly and we live morally and we exercise, we grow mentally and spiritually. We don't put drugs or alcohol in our bodies. He said, I've given myself the freedom to be at my best, perform at my best, and reap all the rewards that go along with it. When we discipline ourselves, now I'm, listen, I I'm, I'm, have to work on this, but this is the vehicle. This is how it works. We have to do I mean, there's a lot of things, other things we can do, but these four steps will help us get there, okay? Um, do some more of some things. Do less of some things. Um, add some things to your life. And remove some things to your life. If we will consistently do this, we will begin to build some disciplines. We will master some things in our life. And this is what we need. To be able to grow like we need to grow. We've got to ask yourself, what is what are the most important people in your world? Let, let's think about it, you know. What if you knew you only had six months to live? Would you live your life different? How do you know you don't? Um what If we knew guaranteed success, what kind of goals would we set? You you think about it. What we need to do is just realize this life is short. Getting close to the end. 
and it's time that we get in this vehicle of discipline and let's grow. Let's be all we can be for the kingdom. Let's give ourselves and those around us the best chance to see us become what God wants us to be. So, all right, I'm going to be done. Um, but I don't know. I just kind of still had this discipline on my mind today. Or since I talked about it last week. And um, we got to learn to rule ourselves. That That's that vehicle of growth, that discipline. And we just got to learn how to get ourselves under control. So God bless everybody. I uh, hope to be back with you again next week. So appreciate you listening. Like, share, rate. Um, all that kind of stuff. Appreciate everybody who listens in. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. If anything you have heard today in this podcast has helped you, why don't you share it with someone you know, a friend or family member. And also consider rating and following us as well. Hope you have a great day. God bless you.